Hello and welcome to the Pinch of Magic podcast with me, Rebecca Anuin. Today we are on episode two of our first season of Mastering Your Magic, Fundamentals of Power and Intention. And episode two, we dive into purification and protection, the art of cleansing and setting boundaries. This is possibly one of the most important things to understand, to put into practice for your own health, well-being, joy, intention, whether you are honing your skills and magic, whether you just want to live a life that feels more free and connected and fulfilling. And it never sounds very sexy, does it? Cleaning. And yet it is so important. You know what it's like with your own home. When you spring clean a home, when you've come back home and maybe someone's done the hoovering and the polishing, as soon as you step into the house, you can feel it is different. Things have been tidied away, put away. You get to sit down in that cleanse space. It feels different. The same for you. If you've had a day where you've got hot and sweaty or grubby and you're just feeling a bit yuck physically, we go and have a shower cool and refreshing or whatever temperature you like, using your favourite body washes, body scrubs, loofers, and you come out feeling invigorated and revitalised. It is tangibly different. The same is true of your energy system, except because we can't see it, because we can't see the mud on our hands where you maybe even gardening or playing in the garden, because you can't see the stuff strewn around your you know, your front room, because you can't see the dust on the sideboard, you tend to forget about our energy system. But when we are feeling run down, when we are feeling frustrated, when we're feeling confused, when we're feeling overwhelmed, when we're feeling lost, stuck and not on track, the first thing you should be looking at after, have you eaten? Have you slept well? Have you drunk your water? Fundamentals. After that is have I looked after my energetic hygiene? Have I done this? Now, I've shared before, but when I first started practicing kinesiology over 20 years ago, the very first thing we were taught was how to manage our energy because they knew that working with with clients on a lot of emotional stuff, on a lot of energetic work, if you didn't look after your own hygiene, you were likely to pick up other people's crud. If we didn't look after our own energetic hygiene, it wasn't being a responsible practitioner because you could put your crud on somebody else too. And actually, that's not what we want. So imagine if you were covered in mud and you gave someone who was fresh out of the shower a hug, you would then cover them in mud no matter how clean they were. Now, if they had good boundaries, they might say, stop, you're covered in mud, clean yourself up, then I'll give you a hug. And that's what we're looking at doing with our energy boundaries. Now, that person who gets covered in mud, who's fresh out of the shower, they can just go, oh my goodness, the hug is worth it. Like if my little boy's covered in, you know, whatever little boys get covered in, he gives me a hug. I don't mind getting sticky, muddy, sandy, dirty, whatever it is, because I'll just go and change my clothes. I'll go and have a shower. And we know how to maintain our energy and get us back to cleanliness. And that's what we're going to look at today. So even if somebody comes and dumps all their crud on you, you know how to clear it quickly without any drama, yeah, to come back to your own centre. But first of all, 
We have to give you a baseline. We have to get you in that energy of being cleansed and clear, of feeling your own energy. Then we establish the boundaries around that energetic boundaries and then we look at maintenance. So that is what today's episode is going to be on. Um, I have also done previous episodes on like cleansing and banishing and protecting. So I'll link, uh, what I'll do is I'll link the webpage for this show. And in that webpage, I'll have all of the additional podcasts if you want to dive deeper and really like immerse yourself in this energy of cleansing. So, you know, I talk about the more magical side of those things in other episodes. So we will talk about, I will link those in the show notes. So cleansing. It is absolutely essential to cleanse because as I said, if you imagine going for a month without having a shower or changing your clothes, you're not likely to feel your best. You're likely to feel a little bit sticky. Maybe you won't want to be around other people. Maybe other people kind of look at you and go, oof, doesn't look like she's changed her clothes for a little while. Um, And it doesn't feel good. How can you be at your best when you are weighed down by all of that dirt? Even if you live a very clean life and you don't go and play in the dirt or, you know, you don't go running and get all sweaty. Um, just the very act of being and being around other people. It's like we constantly pick up stuff and it's the same with people and energy. You know what it's like when some people you spend your time with, you can come away and you can feel uplifted and heard and recognised and supported. And that feels like a really good, healthy friendship. In fact, we often use the terms like, you know, healthy. Um, and then some people we can come away with and go, oh my God, I feel so drained. And we know those emotional vampires, those energy vampires, they like, oh, they come alive, they dump all their stuff on you or they suck the life out of you. We want you to be able to manage your own energy. So the things I'm going to talk about, I want you to ask yourself, like, how can you incorporate this into your daily life? It doesn't have to be long and laborious. These things can just take a couple of minutes a day. Sometimes it's just enough to feel into your intention. But I want you just to start asking yourself, how can I incorporate this into your day? And I'm going to share with you like some very common things that people do. And I want you to pick one of them that perhaps you haven't tried before and try it regularly over a week and note down how you felt before you did it, how you felt during and how you felt after. Because different cleansing styles work for different types of events. So perhaps someone, perhaps you're just feeling like, you know, it's kind of like, you know, like every day or not, no judgment if it's not every day, but you know, every day you have a shower. And it's not because you're dirty, it's because you just feel fresh and light and you don't want to get stinky. And so you have a, a regular shower or a bath. And it's really just for that, just to keep yourself ticking along. Other days, you might just feel a little bit more grimy. So you might get your loofah out or you might get your scrubs out or you might just take a little bit longer in the shower. Other days, you might be absolutely covered and caked in mud and, and, you know, whatever you've been up to. And those days, you're having a really good scrub. And one day, you might use more of a moisturising shower gel. Another day, you might use more of like a, a, a scrub, something with like kernels in there or something to really like get in there and clean things away. Some days, you might want like citrus flavour to like enliven you and waken you up. And other days, you might want like a nourishing rose 
different things for different events. Perhaps you're going to have a romantic night and that brings out a whole different set of bath things. You know, it's like all of those different activities require a different way of you showing up. And it's the same with your energy. Some things you might just do routinely just to keep yourself ticking over. Other days when you just feel like ugh and confused and overwhelmed, you might have to get something out that feels stronger for you, that feels like more invigorating. And other days, if you're like, oh my God, that person's coming, it might be more of a case of like protecting your energy and having those boundaries in place. So when we can write down how we felt before something, how we felt during something and how we felt after something, it helps us to know when that thing would be good for us. Because there is great merit in doing the same thing routinely. Like every time I smell uh, the energy of rosemary, when I burn the herb rosemary, my body goes ka-ching and it knows to come straight into balance. It's back into, no matter what's been going on, I smell rosemary sometimes just like picking up the bundle of herbs that have been pre-burnt and I can smell that like the ashiness of the rosemary is enough for my energy to go back into place, back into centre. And sometimes that that almost like that Pavlovian response, it just, we smell the rosemary, your energy is like, yep, centred, grounded. And sometimes we need to mix it up a bit. Sometimes we can become a little bit lazy and what worked before might not work in the future. So it is about you becoming aware and not complacent. Okay. So when we look at cleansing, one of the things that is the easiest to do regularly is like to have a ritual bath or a ritual shower. And that is just like, you know, my favourite thing to talk about is like to stand under the shower and just imagine after like you've washed yourself with your normal things and just finish off by just feeling the water, just washing away all of the energetic debris that no longer serves you. If you can turn the temperature down slightly, now I don't want you to stress your nervous system. I don't want to put you in an anxious state, but if you can just like, just turn the water slightly cool, doesn't have to be cold, but just not as like warm as you've had it, just to shift that state. When we have that slightly cooler water, it kind of like blasts the energy from us. If you're the kind of person that feels revitalised by a cold shower or a cold plunge or jumping in the ocean, it's like turn that shower down as cold as you can, even if it's just for a few seconds, because it will blast everything off your system. And you're like, yes, energetic debris, gone. And just imagine all of that like crud just going down the plug hole. Done. No no dramas at all. If you're in the bath, you might want to think about if it works for you, putting some salt in the bath. Epsom salts are really, really good, nourishing as long as you're not have high blood pressure. Put them in the in the bath and just let the salt you know, salt draws stuff out. Let it draw stuff out of your system, out of your energy system. Your skin will feel lovely, you'll feel relaxed and your energy system will thank you for it. And again, when you pull the plug, imagine everything going down the plug hole. So that's things that you can do on a daily basis that doesn't add any additional time or maybe a a few moments of intentionality and a few moments under the cold or cooler water in the shower. But those are things that you can add in regularly. Now, to connect me into that energy throughout the day, if I'm starting to feel a bit like, oof, or I've been with a group of people and I want to come back into my own energy, if I've seen a client and I want to come into my own energy, I just go and wash my hands with cold water. 
I make sure I cover the wrists and I just run my hands under like cold, cold water just for a few moments. And that has that same like Pavlovian response for me. It's like, oh, cold water, clear the energy. It, it tells my body that I'm back in my own energy. I'm, I've changed that state. So that's ritual like bathing and showering. You could burn a black candle. Black is really good for purifying the energy. So you might burn a black candle, whether it's a birthday candle, whether it's a chime candle, whether it's a great big pillar candle. Obviously, never leave candles unattended. Safety first. Um, But you might want to burn a black candle whilst you're doing some journaling or just going about your morning routine and have that intention that that black candle is clearing away all the things that no longer serve you. That flame is like consuming and drawing to it and like just transforming all of any like negativity around you so that's really good for your environment and you can just stand in front of that that flame and just meditate maybe you want to hold a crystal maybe you want to say a prayer or a mantra again that's just cleansing and clearing your own energy perhaps you love to burn herbs to burn incense whatever herbs resonate for you rosemary is excellent for um energetic debris for like feeling overwhelmed, for anything to do with like mental ugh-ness. <laughs> Obviously, I need some of that right now, language failing me. But anything where you feel overwhelmed, you're not quite sure what to do next, it's brilliant at, at just like cleansing away that debris. Obviously, if you have health conditions, if you have young children or pets in the house, sometimes burning smoke isn't the best thing to do. When you are burning smoke, open the window. Um, not so the negative energy can go out, although that's always very useful, but you want to have fresh air coming in. You want to let that smoke leave with all of its negativity and have that lovely fresh air come back through. Um, You might just simply want to be in nature, to go for a walk, to sit in the garden, to sit next to your houseplant, to look at the sky, to watch the clouds. Nature, we know that like forest bathing is a thing. Even scientifically, they can prove it's a thing, even though if you've ever walked into a forest, you know it's a thing. You don't need science to tell you. Um, But to feel that energy of connection, to stand by the ocean, to feel the waves, to be in that salt air or even in the mountain air, it's like all of it refreshes and revives you. You feel different. You can drum, you can dance, you can shake your energy, you can stand in a power pose, you can... um, have sprays you can like buy them or make your own sprays that like cleanse and clear your energy there's so many ways to look after your energetic health that it's like why wouldn't you do this you're going to feel so good and it's fun and easy too so what is it that you can do and i've touched on a few things about like looking after your environment too because it's one of those things even if you I don't know, like if you think about your living space, if it's like pristine, clean and tidy, but you keep bringing dirt into it and then don't clean that particular dirty thing up, it's going to impact how you feel. Like if all of your front room is like gorgeously clean, but your couch is covered in mud and you go and sit on that couch and you try and relax, it's like, you know, that bit's dirty (laughs) and you're like perched on the edge and not quite relaxing as much as you could do. And it's the same with your energy system. You can keep cleaning your physical energy system, but you also have to look after your environment too. And we will talk about this in more detail in other episodes. But, you know, just to do things like obviously physical cleaning is you can't beat that. But, you know, to open the windows, to 
Um, maybe put fresh plants or have a crystal or to burn your favourite fragrances in that room to play your favourite music, just to let the energy flow freely so it reflects how you are feeling too. Because really what this comes down to is when we can cleanse and clear our energy is we are clearing the static. We are clearing the noise of other people's junk energy, other people's judgments, their expectations, their their stuff that they carry around and spew over other people, often without meaning to, sometimes a little bit more intentional, but usually without meaning to. And so we're clearing that static so you can come back to your own centre and you can embody your own experience. Because when we are embodied, when we are centred and in our body, we become so much more aware of how other things are impacting us, whether they are events, whether they are people, whether they are environments. When we are embodied, we can trust our intuition we know what out what is ours and what is someone else's. So sometimes you might find yourself feeling overwhelmed. And if you just ask the question, is this mine? You might get a no. And you're like, oh, it's okay. I can let that go. It's not mine. It's like a universal energy that's going on right now, or it's in with that particular person you're with, or it's in that environment. It's really important just to keep asking yourself, is this mine? Because nine times out of 10, it's not. And that what you're feeling is like overwhelmed or um, like restricted. It's not even your energy. It's a collective energy. It's the energy of the person you're with. You don't have to take it on. So when you are centered, when you are grounded, when you are in your own energy, it becomes much quicker for you to notice when your energy is knocked off kilter, when someone is maybe being a little bit manipulative or controlling. And it's like, oh, hang on a minute. I know how to deal with that because you have that faith and belief in yourself. You know, the phrase like come back to your senses. That's really what we're looking at doing with energetic hygiene. We are doing what we need to come back to our own senses so that we can embody our own experience and be clear and make good decisions that are aligned for us. So we don't waste our life second guessing ourselves. We don't waste our life going, oh, maybe I'll do that when, or I'm not sure if I should do this or can I do this? We can just move out of that energy of feeling stuck so much quicker. Okay, so they are... uh, some of the quick ways that you can look after cleansing your energy. So we want to cleanse, 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 cleanse. We don't have to like scrub ourselves within an inch of life, but you know, just to get into that habit of like routinely asking yourself, what do I need to do today? Do I need to like have a ritual bath? Do I need to like have a more intentional shower? Do I need to burn a black candle? Do I need to like spend some time in nature? What do I need to do to come back to my own centre? so that you feel grounded and aligned. So once we've done that, we then need to kind of maintain that. We need to have a boundary. And I often think of boundaries like a riverbank. You have a riverbank there to hold, not to control. So the river will determine where they carve the path of the river. But if there was no river there, so that the, you know, the river goes down the river banks. It's held by the river banks and it can sluice. It can go fast. It can go slowly. It can just swirl around. It can do whatever it wants. If there is no boundary, if there is no river banks, you get a floodplain and that water can no longer express itself in the same way. It's the same with you and your boundaries. You want to have your boundaries there, not to be controlling, not to repress you, 
but to hold you, to hold you so you can express yourself fully. So when we're talking about boundaries, you want to be thinking in terms of like your physical space, where is your boundaries? You want to be thinking in terms of your energetic boundaries, your spiritual boundaries, your material boundaries, um, your, I'm sure there's plenty of other boundaries, but you know, boundaries aren't just limited to one thing. It's like your material boundaries look like lending something to someone and getting it back in the same condition you lent it. You need to enforce a boundary if someone is always borrowing something and never returning it or returning it in a really bad condition. Okay, so boundaries are just about, well, they're really about respect. And so ask yourself, where is your energy being sapped right now? Everything in life is an exchange of energy, a conversation, an activity, everything is an exchange of energy. And you want it to be a fair exchange of energy. Fair doesn't always mean 50-50. When you think again about friendships, sometimes a friend will need more from you and they're all giving less to you because they're going through a particular event. But equally, you should know that you're happy to do that for your friend because when it's like air quotes your turn and you need more support, they're going to be there for you. So it's never about it being balanced 50-50, but it is about finding a harmony that it feels like there's a give and a take, there's an ebb and a flow. And that's the same with like when you think about your boundaries, when you think about your power, ask yourself, where do you feel like you are consistently or constantly giving out more than you get back? That could be in friendships, it could be in hobbies that you're doing that just feel like you're draining you. And when you start looking at them, you're like, oh, hang on a minute. I didn't ever want to learn to play the trumpet. I always wanted to learn to play piano, but I played the trumpet because, you know, my friend said I should or my parents wanted me to or because my uncle did. And it's like, where are you making those decisions that maybe aren't in alignment with you? Because the tricky thing is here, we can often think we want something because when we think about it, we have internalised someone else's judgment or expectation so much that we now hear it in our own voice. And if you were to actually ask yourself, like, what is what in your life is draining you right now? What are the three things where you feel the most stuck? Yeah. So where do you feel drained? By a person, by an activity, by an environment? And what three things do you, where do you feel the most stuck? Because we can spend a lot of time trying to like go, oh, I have to do more. I have to do more. I should do more of this. We don't spend enough time saying, actually, where are the sticking points? Where do I feel the most drained? We can feel drained and think, oh, it's because I need to exercise more to get more energy or I need to sleep more. Rather than saying, actually, what is depleting me right now? What can you do to either remove the thing that is depleting you or protect yourself from it? Because we're looking at the energy of boundaries. So maybe there's a childhood friend that you have known forever, but your paths are going on different journeys. And that kind of makes you sad because, you know, you want to maintain this friendship because you've known them forever. But really, whenever you come away from them, you don't have anything in common anymore and you just feel drained. So perhaps it's not about 
cutting that person from your from your life because there is great value in like reminiscing over childhood things or just having a friend that has known you forever but perhaps it's about spending less time with them instead of catching up every week perhaps it's once a month instead of having long dinners perhaps it's having a cup of tea perhaps it's you know just going out to the coffee shop perhaps instead of doing something like going on holiday for a week you can go to the movies or catch a show or you know go to the a, a new museum that's opened whatever it is it's like perhaps you can change the way that you spend your time with them perhaps instead of being with them one to one you can be with a group but what is it that you can do to make sure you are both nourished by that relationship instead of being depleted it could even be oh, you know, if this person's always talking about the same old thing and they don't ever seem to be moving forward and that frustrates you because you're on this journey of like magic and growth and taking personal accountability and being intentional with your life. It's like having a conversation like, I know you're going through a really hard time. If you want um, some solutions, I'm happy to sit down and like talk through those and see whether we can find some solutions. If not, do you mind if we don't have that conversation? Obviously, I'm sure you can say it more elegantly elegantly than that but it is about you then taking ownership of how you show up to that relationship and that relationship could because of that become much stronger or maybe it will fizzle out but but whatever has happened it has happened from a place of being intentional rather than what happens when you're always showing up and you start to feel frustrated and resentment and you start to get snarky with them. And then it just ends in this like place of like, of like horribleness. And we don't want that. So whilst a difficult conversation might be difficult, in the long run, it's going to be so much healthier for all of you because it will either create a much deeper, healthier relationship or it will free up your time and energy from having to to go through things you don't want to go through. So that's the, that's the same for everything. So just do a check-in. Where are you giving all of your energy right now? It might be that you think, oh, I, yeah, that person's really draining me right now. But actually, maybe it's only just started happening. Maybe they're having a rough time and you're like, do you know what? I'm going to, you know, I can support them through this. And then it's an intentional choice. It is less draining because now instead of it happening unconsciously, you recognise what's happening and you can consciously choose to be there for that person. But it all comes down to you being intentional. So where, where is your energy feeling like it is being drained right now? And then the other thing about boundaries is what three, where, what, even I say I said three because yeah, you know, three is a bit of a magic number. But what is that place in your life where you feel stuck right now? Um, maybe it's a hobby. Maybe you feel like you've plateaued with a particular skill that you're learning. Perhaps it's uh, in business. Perhaps it's with your finances. Perhaps it's with your own magical practice. And ask yourself, where is it that you feel stuck? And the way that we want to like bring our boundaries into this is to get clear on what you can do about this now. You know where you're stuck. We can't solve stuckness with what we've done to create it, but we can look at it and say, so for example, perhaps it's with finances. Perhaps you're like, oh my gosh, I can never save. I've got a goal to save up for X amount of money. Let's say, let's say a thousand pounds. You want to save a thousand pounds and you're just like, oh, I don't feel I can ever get there. Well, trying to save a thousand pounds might sound big. But perhaps you could say, oh, I'm going to save 
£300, £300, and £300, and then £100. Um, And so you can break it down into something that feels more manageable. Perhaps you're like, oh, I hate my job. I'm never, you know, I can never get out. And like the idea of getting a new job feels so enormous. Well, perhaps you could break it down into, do you know what? I'm going to look around to see what jobs I might prefer to do. I'm going to get the skills I need so that I can then apply for that job. I'm going to have some interview technique training or some coaching around career development. And so again, instead of going the enormity of getting a new job, you can break it down into manageable steps so it doesn't feel so big and put us in this energy of feeling stuck. Perhaps there is something that just you feel stuck in a relationship and then it goes back to what we're just talking about draining that power. It's like, how can you reduce the friction in that relationship? Might mean having difficult conversations. It might mean stepping away from that relationship. It might mean just being honest with that person. So when we're looking at boundaries, once we've done the energetic cleansing, we are back in our own energy. We then, it becomes, it then becomes easier for us to notice where we are leaking our power and it becomes easier for us to notice where we feel stuck. So whilst it can feel overwhelming sometimes to go, oh my God, this area is stuck in my life. And, you know, I'm leaking all my power here. But until you're aware of it, you can't fix it. And once you have plugged the leaks, once you've asserted your boundaries or sorry, established your boundaries, sometimes they need asserting. But when you've established that boundary, then you remain filled up with your own energy so you have the t- you have like the resilience and the resourcefulness to do what is needed next you know to have the conversation to look at changing your job to look at like your finances whatever it may be and then finally you need to maintain this and you just keep checking in with yourself you have those showers you decide that you know once a week, you're going to have a deeper cleanse, you know, like every day you wash your face, but once a week, you might put a face mask on. And it's the same thing with your energy. It's like every day you might just have the shower with the intention. And then once a week, you're going to do a deeper cleanse where you're maybe you always have a shower, but then you're going to have a salt bath and you're going to like relax in that salt bath and just let that purify you. But find out and experiment with what works for you. How, what are your favourite ways to cleanse your energy? What are your favourite ways to maintain your boundaries? I say favourite, it sounds quite funny, doesn't it? It's like, it's not always like a fun thing to do, but it will, it will absolutely change the way that you connect with other people, that you connect with yourself. And of course, this is absolutely fundamental and crucial for your magical path. Because when your energy is clear, and running free, when you have maintained your energetic boundaries, you can set an intention that is yours. You send that out into the world. You send your magic out into the world, whether that's like being intentional, whether that's with your actions, whether that's with um, your spells, with your like um, conjuring magic, so to speak. But you send out clean, clear energy into the world so you can expect to get clear results back. When you send out wonky energy into the world, you get wonky energy back. You know this if you have ever had a conversation with someone and you have skirted around the issue or you have hinted and that other person has misunderstood you and you get back a result that you didn't want and that can leave you feeling frustrated and like, oh my God, why aren't they doing what I want? 
it's because you haven't been clear. And it's the same with like magic and sending that out into the universe. We send out clear energy out into the world. It doesn't have to be, when we're not talking about puritanical purity here, we're talking about aligned, clear energy. It's not about cleanliness, but it is about having like, I often, I sometimes struggle with the like the idea of purity because it's like purity culture and puritanical and pure is better than like dirtiness <laughs> but I don't mean that and I want you I want you to understand that I'm talking about like fresh energy that is a channel so if you have um a channel of water and it's covered in rocks and boulders and slime and sludge it's gonna be really murky in there but if you can clean it all out so it flows beautifully, maybe that's a better word. It's like we're doing this cleansing so things flow better, not because clean is better than dirty, um, because actually it's not. We know that from science as well, that people that are brought up in like eating dirt and work, well, maybe not the worms, <laughs> but the soil-based organisms that we used to get when people were like m- running around in dirt and spending their childhood up and down trees were good for our um, gut biomes. And now when people are over-sterilised in their homes and everything's like, you know, antibacterial to the hilt, there is more of um, an expression of like asthma and allergy. So we know it's not that dirt is bad for us, but we want that energy flowing clear and, well, just, just flowing. We want it flowing um, effectively and efficiently so we can set our intentions and they flow the direction we want them to go and we want them held by those riverbanks we want them held with that energy of boundaries so they don't get lost so they don't go missing so we're not leaking our energy otherwise instead of having to send one message we then have to send 30 because 28 of them are getting lost and one of them's fallen asleep and so all of this like this purification this protection is all about you becoming back into your own senses, becoming present, grounded, centered, so that you have like that authority over yourself. So you know what's important to you, you know what decisions you're going to make, you have that absolute like gravitas and belief in yourself because you can hear your intuition, you trust your intuition, you follow up on your intuition, you take action and you know that action is so much more important than overwhelm because with action we get data. This isn't about getting it perfect, it's about doing something and having your own back so that when you go to try something else you don't have to spend hours and hours and hours should I do this? Should I do that? Drawing your oracle cards, ignoring the messages, journaling, ignoring the messages, not trusting yourself and going through this like loop of just getting stuck in this loop. Instead, when you have that energy flowing, you're like, I'm going to try this because it feels right. And if it doesn't get the results that I want, I know I can amend it and try again. It's not a failure now. It's just action that keeps you moving because even the teeniest, tiniest of actions brings in that energy of like momentum and gets you moving forward. That energy of momentum, it feels much easier to cultivate that energy of motivation and we can create the change we desire. When we are full of other people's judgments, other people's expectations, when we're covered in everyone else's crud and like lost in the soup of static, it becomes really, really hard to create change. It becomes really, really hard to believe that it is even possible for us to create change. 
And yet, it can just start with your morning shower, just gently washing away the energetic debris, starting to come back to your own centre, starting to listen to your own internal voice, feeling into your body, noticing what feels right, what feel, what doesn't, knowing that you have these tools that you can rely on to bring you back to your own centre. Yes, of course, you have to like choose to do it first of all, but you can still use these tools effectively because they have been used for the longest time but find the one that works for you and find the ones you might find there's several but they work for different things for different occasions and that's okay you're not doing anything wrong it's just that I am absolutely a lover of salt (laughs) I love it salt for everything salt for cleansing my space salt for cleansing my body salt for scrubbing my body salt for relaxing in the bath (laughs) salt for all of those things I love it and yet some people were like yeah not really that fussed and so think think of it in terms of the elements as well what elements you really resonate with like Maybe it is like the salt, um, sea salt, because you want to work with the ocean, pink salt, because you want to work with the like the mountains energy. Perhaps you want to work with fire. So that would look like um, can- black candles. Perhaps you want to work with air. So that could look like smoke. Um, whatever works for you, experiment with all of them. And just remember, different things on different days may feel different. You're not doing anything wrong. That's exactly as it should be. But the more you can make this part of your everyday routine, the more effective it's going to be and the better you're going to feel. And the just like the more magical life you're going to have, you'll be like connected into messages more. You'll be trusting yourself more. Synchronicities will suddenly become a regular part of your day because you are now aligning to the to like that cosmic magic, you're connecting into something bigger than yourself rather than being distracted by the static and the noise of all of the things around us. So I'd love to hear what are your favourite ways to currently cleanse and clear your energy? And if it's not part of your everyday routine, are you going to make it part of your, well, it doesn't have to be every day. I mean, it's good, but is it going to be part of your routine? If you don't ever do it, right? Doing it once a month, way better than never doing it. If you're already doing it once a month, once a week, maybe up it and just notice if you start to feel different. Shake it up a little bit and make it make it interesting. Make it fun for yourself. Make it something that you can feel the tangible results. So I want to hear from you. Let me know. And if you're listening on Spotify, you can pop it straight. If you're listening to Spotify on uh, on the app, on your phone, I don't think it is on the computer, but if, it, if you're on your phone, pop it in there. Let me know what it is that you love doing or how you're going to incorporate more of this energy into your everyday. And for our next episode, so don't forget to subscribe um, so you don't miss a show. We are looking at the direction of desire, becoming intentional in your magic. So I look forward to speaking to you then. <laughs>